You're listening to Stand Tall and Own It, the podcast for high-performing female leaders who are ready to make an impact by discovering the safety that comes from understanding their own value and exercising their own authority. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, and I'm here to tell you it is time to just truly be you, my strong friend. It's time to stand tall and own it. Hey, welcome to Stand Tall and Own It Extra. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, and I asked this week's guest, Megan Hale, a specific question about some conditioning work that she's done. As you know, if you've listened to my podcast, you are always dealing with your ABCs, your assumptions, your beliefs, and your conditioning. And because I have followed Megan for so many years, I am very familiar with a lot of the conditioning work that she has done. So I asked her, what is the biggest or the most impactful piece of conditioning work that you've done? And her answer is so soothing and encouraging, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. Here is Megan's answer to the hardest or the most impactful piece of conditioning work she has done throughout her life. I hope you are encouraged by it just like I was. All right, Megan, you know that uh, we're talking a lot to my audience about assumptions, belief, and conditioning. And I have been following you for so many years. And one of the things that really has impressed me is the amount of work that you personally have done in this area of addressing your own conditioning. I was wondering if for our audience, you could maybe share the one piece of conditioning or the one topic that was either the most challenging or that you've worked on the most, like it had the most layers and kind of a little bit of encouragement for, because I know it's hard work, right? This is not a five minute answer truly, but maybe (laughs) a, a few like tips of how you were courageous enough to do that. And what's the biggest thing? Yeah. You know, I think the thing that's probably been the most impactful for me that has supported all of the other work that I've done on top of it really goes back to the enoughness work. And that was probably the first really big set of work that I did of really understanding just all the stories I was carrying around what it means to be enough, what it means to be enough as a mother, as a partner, as an entrepreneur, as a woman. We have so many layers that we have been handed down from not only like our our family line, mm-hmm. but also just from our macro culture as a whole. And so I think that we live in a society where capitalism is is very a big part, it has a big presence mm-hmm. in our culture. And capitalism has a way of really encouraging us to pride our productivity over everything else, mm-hmm. which for women, especially who love to please others. <laughs> and like to get a lot done, it can really lead us to a place of burnout one. So it has some health concerns for us. But the thing about productivity is that there is always more to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I have found it in my own journey that if we don't redefine what it means to be enough and have our own boundaries around what is enough for us, as far as our contribution goes, it's really easy for us to find that sense of fulfillment when we have done enough, we have become enough, we have achieved enough and so on. And so that work in particular has been foundational for Mm. all of the other work that I've done, especially when we talk about money conditioning, right? Because there's always more to be earned. And so if we're only measuring our sense of happiness, fulfillment, success, or enoughness on something outside of ourselves, somebody Mm. else's benchmark, Mm. it's really, really difficult for us to arrive to that place where we are like, yes, I am finally enough. So Mm -hmm. it's really important that we define that on our own terms. Oh, yeah. I love that. And, you know, if somebody wanted to go back and to kind of listen to your thoughts on enoughness, was that the wild and holy 
piece. That's actually the Enoughness Revolution piece. There was a podcast before Wild and Holy Radio um, that really detailed all of the pieces of how do we really understand the stories that we've been carrying, the conditioning that we hold, and how do we start to divorce ourselves from some of those things that are really driving enoughness. And that podcast really explored what I called like the five P's that prevent enoughness. So we have people pleasing when we're trying to appease others and be who others want us to be. We have performing, which is where a lot of that high productivity comes in. We're really driven to succeed. We're highly ambitious, which is something that is so praised in our culture, right? But it has a double-edged sword, of course. Um, We also have proving where we're really trying to prove that we are worthy and that we are good enough to belong. Um, We also have perfection and really trying to be like the most 100% perfect version of ourselves, which does not exist. Mm. And then the last one is putting off. We tend to procrastinate doing the things that really need to get done um, because of all of those other four P's, right? Mm. So it all kind of intersects together. But that podcast really explores all of those things and how we really show up more bravely as to who we are. Oh, this is fabulous. I mean, it's like a whole podcast in like two minutes. And yeah. so what I'll do is I'll link to that um, because that podcast is out there, right? So yeah, absolutely. And um, so I'll link to that and um, people can find that. Thank you so much. Of course. Are you one of those people who follows all the rules but still feel like you're getting nowhere? Like your boundaries are constantly under attack and you're busy with all this stuff that just doesn't matter, constantly choosing between what's right for you or what's right for your organization? And with all that self-help information out there, how do you know exactly what's going to work for you to help you overcome this stuff? Well, you can clear the clutter and become the exceptional leader you were meant to be when you know your core values. You see, when you don't, decisions are rough processes can be muddy, and boundaries, forget it. But when you do, you live and lead with authenticity and passion. Just imagine feeling clear about your decisions, comfortable in your relationships, and confident in your boundaries. That's what my Uncovering Your Core Values digital course will do for you. You'll reveal your foundational convictions, allowing you to navigate any situation with your identity and authority intact. It's time to make some real impact, my friend. Head over to theintentionaloptimist.com forward slash values or click the link in the show notes and get clarity today.